Join us for Captain's Campaign for Cures. If you plan to attend Vive or Hims this year, get a photo with Captain, our lovable service dog, and we will donate to Alex's Lemonade Stand Foundation to find cures for childhood cancer. For every person in the photo, we will donate $1 to Alex's Lemonade Stand. All you have to do is find Captain, grab your friends, take a picture, share it on social media, and put the hashtag Captain Lemonade or This Week Health, and we will make that donation for every person who's in that picture. Our thanks to SureTest and CTG for helping us to end childhood cancer. Today in Health IT, what an AI-enabled health system will look like. My name is Bill Russell. I'm a former CIO for a 16 hospital system and creator of This Week Health, a set of channels and events dedicated to leveraging the power of community to propel healthcare forward. We want to thank our show sponsors who are investing in developing the next generation of health leaders. SureTest, Artisite, Parlance, Certify Health, Notable, and ServiceNow. Check them out at thisweekhealth.com slash today. As you know, we've partnered with Alex's Lemonade Stand to raise money and awareness for cures for childhood cancer all year long. We have a goal to raise $50,000. We've raised $55,000 for the year, but we want to plow through that number. Hit our website, and in the top right-hand column, you'll see our logo for the Lemonade Stand. You can click on that to be a part of it and give today. We believe in the generosity of our community and we thank you in advance. One last thing, share this podcast with a friend or colleague. Get the conversation started. Use it as a foundation for daily or weekly discussions on topics that are relevant to you and the industry. They can subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. All right. This week, I am at the Notable Conference. It's called Noteworthy. It's a Notable Conference out here in California. And I did a couple of interviews with health systems that are using Notable, and I did uh, a walkthrough of some of the things that they are doing in their demo lounge. I don't usually talk specifically about a product set, but I think it's a great example of where to give people a vision for where this AI can take a health system. So Notable is an AI platform. I think class puts it in the patient experience section. You can put it in a lot of different sections, to be honest with you. I think it's hard to classify because it is an AI platform. Essentially, what you have is a system that takes NLP, OCR, machine learning, Gen AI, large language model, large language models, multiple large language models, and it sits it on top of your health system and it ingests everything. It ingests your your structured data, it ingests your unstructured data. And that's the magic of it. It, it ingests all that information. And not just within the EHR, although that is a primary source of the information, it also will ingest data from, uh, by the way, it's using uh, RPA as well. It also will ingest data from your payers and collect information on on prior authorizations and what's required and what documentation and all, the, all those kinds of things. So if, if you can imagine, ChatGPT, if you will. I'm just going to simplify this for purposes of this discussion. Imagine ChatGPT being trained on everything within your health system in a private model, and it's being trained on everything within that you have to interact with, billing, payments, scheduling, physician credentialing systems, you name it. It just pulls all that information together. And then essentially, they rolled out this thing called Assistant, Notable Assistant. And it is a natural language front end to that back end that I just talked about. It ingests all those things. 
And I saw a demo of this yesterday, and it's live, it's out there, and, and notable clients can start utilizing it. But it is a natural language front end, translatable in multiple languages, that you can essentially query the health system. Now there's an authenticated experience, there's a non, non-authenticated experience. The non-authenticated experience is what you think it is, which is essentially, hey, I'm looking for an appointment, I have this problem, and then it gives you a list of physicians and appointment dates if they're made available. And you can say, no, no, I'm, I'm looking for somebody in this zip code. I'm looking for somebody who's a male physician or a female physician. And it'll narrow it down for you until you get to exactly what you're looking for. But it's natural language. Think of all the work we've done in, in, in on our home pages of figuring out the navigation to get it just right so people can know what to click on and that kind of stuff. Now, imagine the difference between that and a single box, like a Google front end to your entire health system, except it's better than Google because what Google does is like a librarian. You say, hey, I'm looking for things on presidents of the 20th century. And then they go and say, well, here are the 15 books and they hand it to you. That's what Google does. What a natural language Gen AI solution does is it essentially, you ask it a question, it answers in natural language back. Now, it was interesting when they were doing the demo, the gentleman who was doing it for us uh, spoke multiple languages. And so I said, well, can this translate? And he said, of course. And he did it in French, in French, okay? So this wasn't like, hey, we need to translate this into French. This is what large language models do. He asked it in French, it responded in French. Then we asked it in Spanish, it responded in Spanish. And it was really kind of fascinating. Of course, the, the whole thing's ADA compliant, so you could literally ask it in your language and have it respond in your language. And think about what that does from a navigation standpoint and the challenges we have in making our health system accessible. You've gone from the, the person at the other end of the keyboard being the navigator to a essentially in a conversation with your health system. You know, what is the place that's closest to me and those kind of things. So I'm talking about the non-authenticated experience. The authenticated experience goes even further. Hey, what medications am I on? Hey, what, I don't know, is this visit covered by my uh, health, uh, my health insurance? Is there a doctor I should see in the health system that is covered by that health insurance? Hey, explain my bill to me and those kinds of things. Because the authenticated experience uses OAuth, SAML, you name it, all those different ways of authenticating to essentially authenticate to my chart or authenticate to the EHR, authenticate whatever your method is. I mean, you could have split it out and done something different, but you authenticate to the health system. You've verified you are who you are. Once it, it does that, now you can ask it questions pertaining to you, your medical record, your interaction with the health system, your next appointment, all those kinds of things. Now, the fascinating thing for this is because it's ingested all that information, there's just a a ton of use cases that are available to the health system internally that are really interesting. So you can see assistant as a patient-facing front end, but it, it can also be an administrative front end as well as you're trying to automate things like prior authorizations and, and and scheduling. There's internal scheduling, there's external scheduling, as you know, that can be automated as well. And so you can have this assistant scattered throughout the, the health system. But not only that, Notable also has the ability 
to uh, do outreach and those kinds of things. So, and it's, it's intelligent outreach. I remember we used to do outreach, population health tools, and we used to do outreach to uh, patient communities. Let's, so this month is uh, Breast Cancer Awareness Month. And let's assume we wanted to increase the number of mammographies across a certain population. And what we would do is we'd go out and we'd query our systems and we'd find the likely populations that we need to reach out to. And then we'd determine what was the best way to do that. We could do that through snail mail. We could do that through email. We could do that through texting and all those kinds of things. And, and this is why we're bringing CRMs in. This is why we had all these other tools that we had to bring in in order to do this. It was interesting to me to watch the, you, you could do that with Notable and it it will know which uh, method is the most effective for reaching certain populations. And it also has a way of smoothing the process. So you, you text them about mammography, they say yes, it gives them a list of, it comes right back in the stream, let's assume it's a text, it comes right back and says, here are the places you can go for that mammography, would you like to schedule an appointment? You click, yes I would, it gives you the times, you click on that and it says your appointment is scheduled, boom, here's your information. So. Again, taking that friction out of the process is all part of it. The reason I'm talking about this, it sounds like a commercial for Notable, but the reason I'm talking about this is this is what an AI-enabled health system looks like. Now, you might think, oh, this is only available to the, to the large health systems, to the academic medical centers and whatnot. But my interview yesterday, I think, was the most fascinating in that it is available to those health systems, and there are lar very large health systems that are using uh, this type of solution. But my interview yesterday was, was with... Kristen Guillaume, who's with North Kansas City Hospitals and Emeritage, and I, I might get that name wrong, but I know it's North Kansas City Hospitals, and it's it's as big as it sounds, right? It's it's not very big. It's 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 local. It's regional. It's maybe 500 beds and that's kind of, that those kind of things, and they've implemented this platform, this AI platform. And what was interesting to me is by implementing this platform, this small health system has implemented NLP, OCR, large language models. They've implemented all this kinds of technology behind the scenes. And I think this is the way a majority of health systems are going to implement AI. And I think it's it's interesting because I asked her, hey, talk to me about the adoption of AI within your health system. And she she looked at me and she said, well, it's, it's not about the AI. We're solving the problems that the health system has. We had this problem and we brought in AI, and we brought in this solution set to it. And, and people aren't really asking, how are you getting this done? How is the technology figuring this out? This was the promise of digitizing the medical record from the get-go, to be able to query the system and get information back. This is the next evolution of digitizing the patient record that we've always been talking about. And so these use cases are available to this very small health system and they keep expanding what they're doing. And they're a very smart health system and their outreach yields benefits, right? Because their outreach isn't, hey, just for Cancer Awareness Month, reach out to these people around mammographies. It's intelligent and it's constantly doing that. And it's constantly doing that, not in big batches, it's constantly doing that in small batches. Hey, this group of, this group of two people are, should be coming in for their mammographies, boom, text, appointment, more follow-ups, colonoscopies, jet, da, 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 you get the picture. And so this is a way to build healthier populations. It's also a way to essentially keep the volumes 
where they need to be in order to sustain the health system in a profitable manner. This is the promise. This is what a health system, and, and it's available to small health systems, it's available to large health systems. Now, a lot of people are going to sit back and say, well, we're going to wait for Epic to do that. And you might wait about three years or so, and Epic will implement parts of this as they move forward. No doubt that that's going to happen. You might be in Oracle's shop and say, well, Oracle's going to take us in this direction. And you might wait three years for Oracle to get this right. Or you could actually start implementing this now. And as we struggle through the next three years with inflationary pressures, we struggle through the erosion of services through competitive, the competitive landscape and, and increased competitors and people buying up primary care practices in our markets and those kinds of things, you could actually put the intelligence of your entire health system to work for you by implementing these tools. I also asked Kristen, how many AI experts did you have to hire internally? And she just looked at me and said, none, we couldn't. We don't have the wherewithal. So you have North Kansas City hospitals and health systems who, who essentially has, has, has become a smart health system powered by AI. And you have very large health systems that are still trying to figure this out or sitting in a room trying to figure out how you're going to do governance and who's going to do governance and how you're going to do this. And you're going to have those conversations for the next year, year and a half. Meanwhile, people are making, this is an inflection point. People are making progress on these kinds of capabilities and they're making them very quickly and they're going to have an edge over your health system. And so I guess the, the, the hope is that the health system down the street isn't implementing these kinds of things and you're not because I think it will be a significant competitive advantage. And one of the things that Kristen talked about was not, hey, we're letting people go, but hey, we're not filling positions we used to have to fill in order to do these things are being automated and we're, we're not having to hire. And, and the problem for them was they couldn't hire. They couldn't find enough people in the markets that they were trying to hire in to do the work that they needed to get done. I think that's more and more the case. And so I don't think the case is, oh my gosh, we're going to eliminate jobs. Although I, I'm, I'm honest on the show, I believe there will be job elimination as we move forward, but it's also those very difficult to fill positions are going to be things that can be automated and moved away. So again, I, I, I think that's a glimpse into what a, an intelligent health system could look like. I think it's a, a look into what the promise of digitizing the health record, all, those, all this pain that we've gone through over the last 10 to 15 years, this is what it leads to, a smart, intelligent health system that has unlocked their knowledge, be it structured or unstructured, in order to serve the community, the physicians, and uh, provide better health just for everyone. So I uh, thought I'd share that with you. I thought it was incredibly fascinating. That's all for today. Don't forget to share this podcast with a friend or colleague. Keep the conversation going. We want to thank our channel sponsors who are investing in our mission to develop the next generation of health leaders. SureTest, Artisite, Parlance, Certify Health, Notable, and ServiceNow. Check them out at thisweekhealth.com slash today. Thanks for listening. That's all for now.